Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Hey, girls. Hey. <laughs> What's up? What? Okay, where to begin? Where to begin? Let, let's start with a new song from Alanis Morissette. Do you want to hear it? New music. Yes. And she's coming, yes. right? We, I don't even know if we talked about it. She's got an XL Energy Center date. Yeah, boy, we're starting to see a lot of dates fill up, aren't we? Feels yeah. like the concerts are coming back. Yeah. We're hearing announcements all the time. Very exciting. We'll get that date for you. How about uh, July 24? Uh, I love it. Okay. Where's she coming, Rocco? XL Energy Center with garbage opening. Okay, that's fun. That's the name of the band. That wasn't my personal right. opinion. Of the opening act. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, what's the lead singer's name? Marilyn something something? Oh, good question. Of garbage? Yes. How long has garbage been around? I don't happy when it rains. You know them, Steve, right? Maybe only, what song do, is it the one? It. He just sang it. I'm only happy when I'm Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirley Any Manson. There you go. There I go. It's like I put the two together, Shirley and Marilyn. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Alanis Morissette's new song is called Olive Branch. Want to hear it? We would like to. Okay. Yeah, you know, it sounds like she's on Songland, and she's like coming out with like the skeleton... The stripped-down version of it, yeah. of what it will soon become. Yeah. Before Wait, what it, is this reference? What is Songland? So there, Songland is a show on NBC. It's really good. So okay. it starts off with somebody coming out and pitching their song to these songwriters and producers. And th- let's say they would start with that, just, you know, acoustic on the piano. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of fight for who wants to work with that artist, and then they produce the song and they tweak it and they perfect it and that's what that sounded like to me that was like phase one correct right, we got good bones of a song here yes. i want it to be more upbeat i don't think that's her jam yeah what do we have we uh, uh outside of uh and now here but i think oh, even a mid-tempo song i would prefer over something like ballad ish yeah, like yeah. she gave us there yeah that was kind of a you could hear adele singing that song yeah, maybe. God, you guys are haters. No, 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 no. no. She's good. She's good. She's good. It's just it doesn't feel like a finished song. Hey, maybe we should try to get the suite for the Alanis show. We could put it up for bids for kids. Hey, that's right. coming up next I don't know week. If you by the way, said that out loud. What if right we now? bids for kids? That's deep tease. Oh man. Uh oh. It's for kids. It's coming up to Very benefit exciting. the Ronald McDonald House. That is a week from Thursday. Donna and I are already tied to an event. Yeah, we can't mention what it is. Okay. Yeah, but it's uh, be fun. we're already tied Am to. Am I it. in on it? 
Yay. Put on your dance shoes. Okay. Okay. Mm. That's all we're going to say about that. Okay. Stay we're going to have a fr- um, dance lessons? Don't worry about it, Yeah, Rocco it, doesn't Rocco. know. He, he really is on the outside looking in here. I really am. Yeah, Rocco, you can come too, though. Okay. Anyway, more on that next week. Right now, I would like to tell you that there is a new documentary that is going to premiere in May. It's going to be on Showtime, and it is about the life and career of Cheryl Crow. Hmm. It's called Cheryl, and it chronicles her rise to fame and her hurdles, her battle with breast cancer. We've got the trailer. You want to hear some of it at least? I would. Okay. Kick it. Cheryl is the voice of a generation. With Cheryl, the struggle to make something great is always in there. And she commanded the spotlight. You never questioned whether Cheryl was the boss. She's so rock and roll. I knew music was this joyful thing, this nerve-wracking thing, and ultimately this rewarding thing. It's always hard to look back and talk about who you were, because it's only who you think you were. Mm. I've always had real high highs and real low lows. All of a sudden, you wake up and you realize, wow, I just went into a hole. To put everything in my life aside, it wasn't a healthy situation for me. I was diagnosed with cancer, and I was pissed. I just was like, what the F just happened to my life? May 6th, showtime. It looks really good. There's They interview a lot of, you know, uh, famous people, talented people. You know, she grew up with... Uh, <laughs> Local former newscaster Pat Miles in Missouri. I did not know in that. Missouri. Oh, she yeah. sounds very Missouri. If you um, love Cheryl Crow music, 35 Cheryl Crow songs will be featured in that documentary. 35. I love it. She's so sweet, too. Um, I've interviewed her before. One-on-one. Oh! Yeah. And not the bit, well, when she started, you know, delving into country music a little bit more and working in Nashville, um, very nice person. Really, really sweet. You know who she sounds like? I'm trying to get the name of her. Um, you know that Netflix documentary, Cheer? She sounds oh, like yeah, the, the head coach, coach Monica. Yeah, she does. Wowzers. Interesting. I was like, wait a minute. That sounds, that sounds like Monica. I know, right, Donna? I know. Okay, cute couple alert real quick. Loosely uh, music-related because John Bon Jovi's son, Jake, is dating Millie Bobby (gasps) Brown, and they just made their red carpet debut at the, uh, what awards is it, the Batista? Did I get that right? Baftas. Why did I say Batista? <laughs> the coffee. We no, don't that's know. A barista. Yeah, that's the barista awards. Um, BAFTA yeah. is like British Academy film. of Film and Television. Yeah. And, so, uh, Steve, can you link this up for everybody? Whatever you say. I'm not sure what's going on with their hair. My bigger one question of them. <laughs> is: Is this the actual spelling of Bon Jovi? Yes. B-O-N-G-I-O-V-I is how the headline reads, that is as opposed correct. to John. Bon Jovi. Correct. That Interesting. Is, yes. He uh he broke it up, yeah. For wow. you know, for showbiz. Yeah. He sort of lost name. a little bit of the Italian in it, right? Because right. Bon Jovi 
that sounds like an Italian name, I would imagine. It is. Yeah. I like it. Go back to the B-O-N-G-I-O-V-I. That's all I have to contribute to that story. They're cute, right? Aren't they adorbs? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it's a picture of a guy and a girl. I don't know. Yes, they're love. I hope good things for them. Okay. I don't know if I would see the picture and be like, oh, they're adorbs. Oh, they're cute. Look at how he's looking at her adoringly. Yes. He's probably like, I mean, but the hair situation. Okay, we need so to go let's back, go to, back to, the to the drawing that. board, okay? The, okay? This is because, I'll link it up, but they have, imagine a, a bowl cut, how people used to part it in the middle and then just let it down. It's It's... We got a little bit of that situation. That's it's for a middle Millie part. Bobby Brown, and then his hair is like bleached blonde with all the dark roots. But underneath. also parted right down the center as well. They both have center parts. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. All right. I'm going to take off. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to come back, though. We've got some local stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this proposed giant water park near the Mall of America. No. It looks amazing. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, I'll tell you all about it when we come right back on my talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Good intro, Donna. Woo, thanks, Steve. Been practicing during the break. Nice. Pays off. Sister. It. Um, you and your kids like a good water park, right? Love, love, love. More adults should go to water parks. I agree. Particularly if you have kids or grandkids, but even if you don't, try to not smile. Going down a water slide. <laughs> that true. And, that and like jet skis. Try it. Oh, I've never done that. If we all went on sea dues on the way to work, oh, yes. we'd be so pumped. That'd be great. Anywhoozle, that's not why you called. Okay, so I have you heard about this mystery cove? Not until you said it. Okay. And now so- I've looked at it and have excitement about it i'm so excited okay if they get this done if it's completed mystery cove would be one of the largest indoor water parks in the world featuring a wave pool a beach slides it would be adjacent to the mall of america i'm sure mm-hmm. there would be like a um a skyway yep they bleeding. got a tubey connecty thingy i think it would be on the north side of the mall maybe north of ikea somewhere around there yeah um, I've got this all linked up. You can go to the Don and Steve show links page. If you want to click through, they have a seven page slideshow. It looks like it would be connected to where the new JW newish JW Marriott is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it would yeah. be connected to that. That's what it looks like for sure. And I mean, look at it. It's like beachy. There's beach chairs. There's tons like, of daylight, natural daylight. Oh, and yes. Because the whole, all... the whole top of this is a skylight. It's sort of a, a domed dome. skylight. Yeah. So you get tons of uh, natural light coming in, which is cool. It's got, there is a water park in the Wisconsin Dells area that uh, we looked at. Oh gosh, not the Kalahari, but it's reminding me of this other one that we didn't go with that is really big because 
when you look out at the picture that they're showing you of this proposed Mystery Cove water park to be connected to the Mall of America, it looks like a massive pool at the beginning, which will turn into the wave pool. But then even on the other side, they have a bridge in the middle of the pool. Yes, that goes all the way across. And then on the other side, there's just more open pool. What I'm feeling like, uh, I, I want to see a little more of where the water slides are going to be. One of the pictures shows you what some of them look like on the inside, but I'm wondering how many will we see? Is it only like three? I see what appear to be about three slides that you get on. I would imagine there have to be... Okay, now I'm seeing a different picture, which is showing more of them. Okay. Uh, Yeah, oh, and then they do get to an aerial view. Yeah, check this out. If you or your kids would feel excited about these uh this mystery cove artwork it's oh boy that's a that's that's a big situation here you yeah. go again with mall of america too finding ways to right to get outside of just basic retail but still you know try to lure people in there was a big um meeting did you go to it this is in your city donna <laughs> i know so there was a big meeting on wednesday that was between like the Bloomington City Council and Port Authority, and they were looking at water park um, price comparisons. Mystery Cove would be around sixty nine seventy dollars uh, for peak time, and off peak would be fifty nine dollars. Hmm. Whereas, like Great Wolf Lodge, what does that cost? Because that's you what well, really ranges. Um... During off-peak and in peak, they have a chart here of Mystery Cove versus Great Wolf Lodge versus Soak City, Kalahari, Kalahari, Disney yeah. Blizzard Beach, Volcano Bay down in Orlando. They're looking at all of the other sort of premier water parks in the country. And for $59 off-peak and $69 peak admission, it's pretty good. That's pretty in line with a lot of the other spots. Yeah. Even out in uh, your old neck of the woods, New Jersey, where they built that big American Dream oh, Mall. yeah. They've got a water park there, I guess. Um, slightly more expensive to get into that one there. That could just be because of the location right outside of Manhattan is where that one is. So, mm. Mm, it's you know where it is? It's over by Giant Stadium, whatever it's called now. Giant Stadium, the Meadowlands. Right. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So over there, but... So, Rocco, you're about to go to... you got a lobster swim shirt. Aren't you going to a water park or something? Uh, we're going to the beach. I'm not a big water... I mean, I don't know. Especially during pandemic. Water parks just seem kind of... Covidy, yeah. But look into I'm the distant future, where and and you know this is the land where the the water is pure bread with chlorine and bromine. Yeah, this is Here's a couple years away. Here's what I'll say: I am pro outdoor water park. How's that? Sound? Okay. Have you ever gone to that one in St. Louis or is it Edina over there toward Southdale? Um, I always see I know the, what you're seeing on 62, right, or something? Yeah, I always see the, the tubes. No, the one we've gone to a few times is the St. Louis Park one. Oh, and then there's one kind of by the quarry in Minneapolis. Well, then Valley Fair's Loopiant. got one. 
I've never been to yes, the Valley Fair fact, one. My kid did his oh, birthday party at the outdoor Valley Fair water park, and that was fun. So yes, I will say I'm pro outdoor water park. You know, it's funny that you okay. say that because we went to the uh, Kalahari and Wisconsin Dells back in October. And as we drove through the Wisconsin Dells area, we thought, you know what, we're going to go back at some point this summer because there were so many outdoor water parks. And even the Kalahari where we stayed, they have an indoor water park, which we enjoyed, but then they have an outdoor water park, which was totally shut off. And we thought that looks like a really fun town. If you could spend like do a three or four day weekend there and hit up two or maybe three different water parks during your stay. I bet you that would be a whole lot of fun. I think you should visit Wisconsin Dells in the summer, not late October like I did, because much of the city seems to be shut down. Oh, yeah, that's but right. we had a good time. You were with your family. How so can it great. go wrong? I know, and I just uh, finished and premiered the, uh, I finally did the family movie of our Kalahari, Wisconsin Dells trip. 26 minutes long, Donna. Oh, wow, too long. I don't know if it's too eh, long. It's about 15 minutes too uh, long. Okay. All right, let's play a game. Uh, the game is pretty quick. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's going to happen right after this break. If you want to play, you can. 651-641-1071. That's the number that you call, and then you'll bet on me or Donna. And if you bet on the right person, you'll win a prize. Here's the catch. None of us know the topic yet. We find out after the break. Call now. 651-641-1071. It's the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Okie dokes. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. Let's play. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. I also want to celebrate right down your story day. Yeah, it's pie day, but I'm not going to quiz you on celebrity pie. Oh, okay. Oh, that seemed too yeah, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, so, you know, and I don't know. How many pie trivia questions are there? Well, what's uh, the one you went with know. instead? Write um, down your story National story. napping <laughs> day. Write down your story day. So what I'm going to do, I am going to quiz you on celebrity autobiographies. I know Steve's into them. Love them. Um, Love them. I will not be quizzing you on the book Will by Will Smith because that'd be too obvs. Thank you. But uh, Deb's going to join us and she is going to play along and she's going to decide which one of you two knows more about celebrity autobiographies, Donna or Steve. Please welcome Deb. Hey, Deb. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, my gosh. Deb, doing so well. Better now that you're here. What's happening in your day after you play this game? What will you do next? Uh, continue working. <laughs> oh, care to, uh, what, what do you do for a living? What line of work are you in? I work in, um, payment services. Oh, God love you. Oh, oh. does that mean you're a collector? No, that means I set up people to be able to accept credit cards. Okay. Oh. You're a friend, yeah. not foe. I'm a friend. I'm okay. not a foe. <laughs> All right. I come in peace. <laughs> okay, so. Who? Well, Deb, have you ever read a good celebrity autobiography? Um, no, I haven't. Well, mm. hopefully you'll be able to help Don and Steve. What genre of book are you into there, Deb? Romance novels? Um, I I like different things. I have, I'm eclectic. Oh. I like, you know, self-improvement. I like romance yes. novels. I yes. like short reader's digest. Oh, Deb. <laughs> All sorts of things. 
Oh, boy, you sound marvelous. I really, really <laughs> like you. I hope that you team up with me. But ultimately, it's your choice. Celebrity autobiographies, that is the, uh, that's the topic. Do you want to go with Donna or Steve? Well, you know, the lead-in said Steve was really good with it. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Donna. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm going to take thanks. a break then. I'm going to go eat an orange. Okay. Bye. Right. Bye, Steve. Me and Deb. Woo, okay. Woo. Okay, Deb. I'll try, I'll try my best for you. All right, Donna. You might get some of these. Okay. Let's hope. It is National Write Down Your Story Day. Let's start with this uh, actress and producer who wrote down her story. In 2018, in the book Whiskey in a Teacup, colon, what growing up in the South taught me about life, love, and baking biscuits, who wrote down that story? Whiskey in a Teacup? Uh, Trisha Yearwood. Comedy writer, actress, and SNL alum who wrote the 2011 book Bossy Pants. Tina Fey. Brassy stand-up comedian with the 2016 book The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo. Uh, that is uh, Amy Schumer. And the first one is Whiskey in a Teacup. Actress and producer with a 2018 book, Whiskey in a Teacup. Mm, shoot. Actress and a producer. Mm. Ah, can't think of who that might be. So let's go to Deb. Deb. Deb, I'm very confident about the last two. The first I'm, one. The first one I happen to know oh, because great. I like her movies. I believe it's Reese Witherspoon. Love you. Okay, that's what we're going with. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Let's bring Steve back, okay? Right, Steve. Come on, Steve. Don't say anything. Okay. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Steve, how are you? Why? Or good, why? <laughs> Sorry. Good, and you? Doing good. Just good. got made some pretty good progress on an orange. That's great. Thank you. How'd I, it go? Hey, we think it went fairly well. Yes, there's a good chance that Deb is going to end up with a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt, unless Steve nails it. Here I go. Okay, these are celebrity autobiographies, starting with this one. From 2018, she's an actress and a producer, and she wrote the book Whiskey in a Teacup, colon, What Growing Up in the South Taught Me About Life, Love, and Baking Biscuits. The Vanderpump. Comedy writer, actress, and SNL alum who wrote the 2011 book Bossy Tina Pants. Fey. Brassy stand-up comedian with the 2016 book The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo. Mm. Chelsea Handler. No, Amy Schumer. Okay. Uh, go to the first one again. Actress and producer, 2018 book Whiskey in a Teacup, What Growing Up in the South Taught Me About Life, Love, and Baking Biscuits. Martha Stewart. Okay. Yeah! Yeah. Woo! Well, here's the deal. Donna. Deb Donna. killed it. Deb helped, because Donna also didn't know number one. But Deb did. Deb did. It's Reese Witherspoon. Dang it. And then you both knew Tina Fey and Amy Schumer, but it's three to two, Donna and Deb. Yay, Deb! Deb gets a t-shirt. Deb. You're my hero. Wow. Thank you. Hey, Deb. Hey, guys, of, of all the actresses you could have picked, that's one I knew. Nice. So. That's amazing. Hey, Thanks Deb, may I interest you in something? Sure. This is, uh, we're going to figure out how you like to live your life. This is called Double or Nothing, and here's how it would work. <laughs> no. We go into the Donna Zippa, we go into the tiebreaker, no. and if you win, you would get 
a T-shirt for you and a T-shirt T-shirt for the person of your choosing, partner, BFF, whatever. If you lose, you just walk away with nothing. You don't owe us any money. You just walk away with nothing. Would you like to go to Double or Nothing? Um, you know, I'm not a risky person. Nice. Oh, man, you're my best friend, Deb. And, and my significant other would never wear a T-shirt anyway. He's not the... That kind of t-shirt wearing guy. Oh, so. he's oh, Mr. Fancy, fancy Pants. Boy. Ooh, Deb. Yeah, he likes his, you know, you, yeah. Bare chested with a beer can resting <laughs> yeah, on his not abdomen. At all, not yeah. at all. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, well, Deb, I struck out there. Uh, congratulations. You just won yourself a t-shirt. Wonderful. Thank you. I'm so excited. Yay. Oh, she sounds lovely. Thanks for listening, Deb. Thank you, Deb. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay. All right. All right. Just, all right. Yeah, okay. Just, Cut her off, I, I guess, really Rocco. Did. Yeah, Rocco, yeah. why are you so I didn't rude? want her to go on a diatribe against T-shirts, you know, and talk about why formal wear is the way to go <laughs> for men. Yeah, because we don't have any My Talk formal wear, do we? <laughs> we do not. None oh, that we, we give out. We need to out. get like a bow tie, maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe a cummerbund. What about a bolo tie? Ooh, oh, I like that. I lived in New Mexico for a while, and a bolo tie was not all that uncommon for you to see. My grandfather used to have a bolo tie, too, which is essentially a belt buckle where the knot of the tie would be, and then two shoestrings hanging down from it. Right? Am I picturing the right thing? Yes. Yes. It's very it's very Southern. Yeah. It feels like it comes out of a John Wayne Western. Yeah, it does. You could see the porch with the swinging doors. Yes. You know? And a guy sitting there with the cowboy hat and oh. his bolo tie. Queen. Been watching a lot of Yellowstone. Oh, you're still into it, huh? Yeah, I think I'm um yeah, more into it than ever. Wow. Yeah, I like it. It's good. The only way that Yellowstone impacted me was it kind of made me want to buy more southwestern like I wanted a southwestern jacket. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, sort of southwestern how, design. It's how I ended up with a buffalo head on my in my kitchen. Oh, you think Yellowstone impacted that? It wasn't Yellowstone. It was going out to South Dakota. Yeah, that's sometimes it, right? I, you never know as a tourist. When is it fun to bring back a little bit of the place? And when is it like, okay, you bring it back, it doesn't fit, the vacation vibe is gone, and now you just have steel drums in your kitchen? <laughs> you know what I try to do? Like, in my home... I try to surround myself with memories. Great thinking. Tell us more. A lot of those memories have to do with places I've been. So I have a bathroom that this. there's nothing but pictures in it of places I've been. It could be a postcard. It could be a sketch. Mm. So mm-hmm. places in Mexico, a restaurant I loved. And so it's all just beachy places. Yes. And then there's my beloved animals. I have a little shrine to my animals and that I love. And then, you know, places I've traveled, that's where the buffalo head came in. My wife and I had a tradition for a while, which I really liked. And then it got away from us where anytime we visited a new city, we would bring back a coffee mug from yeah, that city. That That's a slippery slope. And it is. And because here's what happens. That damn Marie Kondo starts talking to you about Joy's Sparks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one day your coffee drawer or whatever, the cupboard is overrun with mugs. None of them look alike. And then you're like, you know what? Let's just. So I had a, a bull mug from Spain. Ever heard of it? 
Mm-hmm. And it was this little black mug, this black bull. It had four legs coming out of the bottom, the bull golden nose ring, the whole thing. Now that's gone. I have another. There's still a way that you can incorporate that in your. This is time for a tip. Yeah. Um, you don't have to keep the mugs. You can take a picture of each mug and create a wall of those memories just by having little pictures of the same size. Yeah, yeah. Of each mug. I don't know if I can do a mug wall or not. Maybe, maybe you do it in the closet. That's, I've thought about decorating in here with some Disney World pictures. Like, I want one of Space Mountain. Um, I, I would like to do some stuff in here, but then I think, how long am I going to be in this closet? <laughs> like we, I, I want to build an office here. You know what I mean? Yeah. An office. Like we have a, a spare bedroom, but we need to finish the other spare bedroom in the basement so that when guests come, they have a place to stay. And then I could use the other bedroom. That'd be fun. I have so, a friend who did a Murphy bed. Great. That's what we want to do in it's the spare. so nice. It oh. is. It looks really nice because it's in their office and yes. it just looks like a wooden, like, shelfy thing. Built in kind of a thing. And you pull it and it's comfortable. It's this is an amazing bed. It's great. We got to go. Let's take a breather. Okay. Though. All right. Now, listen, um, when we come back, I got my wife to watch a show that I had already watched. We binge the full thing this weekend and it made me realize two things. One about the show. And another perhaps controversial take on commercials, watching with ads. Mm, I'll tell yeah. you about it. Uh, plus, we've got Critics' Choice Award winners who won big last night. All of that coming up when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 107.1, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, that's me. Steve Patterson, that's him. Producer DJ Rockstar, also hanging with us. Clomp. Clomp. And I can already tell Rocco's got the I'm going on vacation this week <laughs> sort of vibes. He's been dancing more than nor- normal. Oh, wow. And, and that's a good... It's a good vibe to have. I'll be having that vibe in a couple weeks. That's part of... You're already enjoying your vacation by doing that now, Rocco. The anticipation stretches out the experience, enhances the enjoyment. I like that. I like that. Loria talks about that, too. She likes the packing. She likes the getting to the airport early. No, I don't It's like all that. part of the trip thing, man. That's why they say often people who have... Uh, Enjoy. They enjoy planned vacations more than spur-of-the-moment vacations because if you decide, think of a cruise. If you decide a year in advance or six months in advance that you're going to go on a cruise, then there's all of this buildup to it, a slow burn. And, you know, a couple weeks go by and then you're looking up restaurants on the ship or restaurants in that town that you're going to be visiting. There are all these different ways to enhance the enjoyment. The vacation house that we're going to, we booked... A full year ago. Wow. And Same so now place you went to last time? No, it's a different place. And it was in the throes of the pandemic last year. We were sitting around and we thought, you know what? Next year we're gonna be able to go, right? Come on. And then we all sat down, we started looking up vacation homes, and within thirty minutes we sent a text message out to the family text thread and said, here's 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 a spot. Here's what we're thinking. Here's what it would be if we chopped this number up, divided it by five so we could afford it. And then, boom, we're in. You got to book in advance. Okay. High demand. Great. Now I point you to what we did this weekend. We watched a show that I don't think Donna's ever finished, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. Never finished it, right, Donna? That is correct, Steve. Any idea what episode you tapped out on? Two. 
No. Unbelievable. A couple things. So only murders in the building. I had already seen it prior to Christmas. And I told Lou, anytime you want to watch it, I will happily watch that with you. I love Martin Short. I love Steve Martin. I think Selena Gomez is wonderful in the show as well. Not to mention uh, Nathan Lane, very good in it. Jane Lynch, very good in it. Um, but we watched it. Two things I noticed. One about the show, one about commercials. First about the show. I cannot recommend this show any higher. It is it is rare in that it's a bingeable 30-minute show that actually has a through line, actually has a mystery to solve. Because usually if you get to a 30-minute episode, you're dealing with a sitcom, it's situational comedy, and you're, you move on. This is so well-written, and it is so spot on in its tone and that you're never donna sometimes feels with some shows and i bet a lot of you do oh this is a drama and now they're going a little too campy on me it just feels a little weird in that way or we were watching a comedy and then whoa all of a sudden they got serious they strike the balance here of doing a real comedy i wouldn't even call it a dramedy it's like a comedy murder mystery it certainly has elements of drama but it leads with comedy it is so winsome in how they put the show together it's written and developed by steve martin it's great it is such a good show donna if of all the shows i've told you that you should continue watching you should really go back you should start at episode one again and watch the there are 10 episodes we did it friday saturday sunday night three or four episodes a night bada bing Bada boom. Okay. It was great. I think I did go back and watch, and they ended up, there was some kind of fire in the building, and they all ended up at this diner. That's first that's episode. That's the first episode. Okay. And yes. then, yeah, they're, they're sneaking into the building, and then the cop is like, hey. Yes. Get out of here. Still episode one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Job, and then um, that you watched episode one. Okay. So I think I just watched episode one. Oh, oh and Donna. It. Remember, we nominated it for show of the year, and it won. Comedy yes. of the year. Yeah. As a show, we nominated that. Donna, it's so good. Steve Martin is so good. Martin Short, the, the characters are written so well. They're just written All so right, darn well. Then I have to well. give something up. I'm giving up Ted Lasso for sure. I already pieced out of that one. Same. Yeah. Uh, this is, you like murder. You like shows that involve <laughs> wait, murder. I don't like murder. Big fan of murder. Don't say that. If there's right a show that has jury duty. murder in it, you're Jeez. all interested. You've already tainted the jury. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I told if Donna would get selected for a jury, I mean, I would be gobsmacked. There's not a chance, and I'm not even talking about what she does for a living, but once she drops that bomb on him, I mean, there's no way. Moving on. You need to right, watch this I'll show. I'll go back and watch it. I'll go back. Don't be a quitter on this. We found out that you are the quitter of the show. You quit on shows left and right. Well, no, I watch Try them, but I just don't continue with another season. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I've seen enough of this. I get the bit, i.e. Ted Lasso. It's just all Bussog. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, there she but goes into Anna Delvey. Critics' Choice Awards were on last Wait, night. Wait, can I say one more thing? The, the other thing I was teasing there Fine. Oh, about sorry, commercials. My yes, yes, my bad. Is we are watching this on Hulu with ads. Okay. And I have to tell you, in YouTube right it's now, annoying. we're getting some ads. No, Donna, I have a controversial take. It uh. is nowhere near as annoying as I thought to the point where we turned to each other and said, 
they actually make some pretty darn good commercials. No. You just don't know it because you fast forward through all of them. Mm, yeah, no. So they were making good commercials, and a friend brought this up. When there are forced ads, so you have to sit through and it says, it tells you right there, 60 seconds, or if you get a long one, two minutes. A friend made a very good point. She said, it's sort of a natural, allows you a natural rhythm to get up, get a beverage, go to the bathroom, grab a snack, whatever. You could pause it too, but there's something about the commercial being on and it's like, okay, this is an intermission. Let's just take a breather, chit chat about the block of the show that we just saw. Let's talk about it a little bit, as opposed to blind tunnel vision of we must keep binging. Do you know what I do? What do you do? I hit the mute button. We'll do that sometimes. Those commercials are so loud. They are very loud on it's, Hulu, especially. It's really jarring because it's like, do, 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 da, 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 you know, yeah. and I'm just like, ah. So I always just, yeah, no, I disagree with you greatly. Donna, it's a pleasure. Thank you. By the way, Ted Lasso did win a Critics' Choice Award. I don't see only murders having gotten anything this time around, but, um, that got Best Comedy Series, Best Drama went to Succession, Best Limited Series went to Mayor of Easttown. Uh, What's-His-Face won again, Will Smith won for King Richard. Yes. Yes, Jessica Chastain won for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, Best Picture went to Power of the Dog. And trying to see other TV stuff. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis took it for Ted Lasso. Gene Smart took it for Hacks. Kieran Culkin for Succession. Oh, oh you know we what got I, Yellow Jackets in there. Steve Martin and Martin Short both did get nominated in that Best Actor in a Comedy Series category. We do oh, have that a caller that wants to rebut. And Selena Gomez for Best Actor. Who, who wants to rebut? Yeah, Kathy wants to rebut uh, Steve's endorsement of Only Murders in the Building. We got about four. Okay, Kathy, uh, the floor is yours. No spoilers, okay? No, I just felt like I had to call in and 100% disagree with you, Steve. I think Only Murders in the Building is terrible. But I am watching it because, you know, I'm too far in now not to. Oh, so, okay, you're sort of the anti-quitter. Okay, uh, very quickly, less than 30 (laughs) seconds, what do you not like about Only Murders in the Building? I think the acting is extremely disappointing. And I love Steve Martin, so I think that there should be more Steve Martin because he seems to be getting less screen time than the other two. Wow, boy, I would not have thought that. I don't feel that fact, way. I'm this... kind of embarrassed to even tell people that I'm watching it. I think it's terrible. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, we, we value opinions here because everything here is subjective in the world of pop culture and entertainment. But, man, I love that show, but Caller hates that show, so make of it what you will. The critics do side with me, I should say. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch it. Donna. I like her. She sounds trustworthy. Oh, you are <laughs> just. Uh, we'll be right the back. Worst. DJ Rock Lobster will have a dirt alert coming right up.